Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Our sitters, our supporters. I am ever thankful for being on both sides of the equation as a babysitter and having babysitters. I think it's important in our lives to have that empathy as well for the babysitters and their reality, both with the parents and the kids and life around. Uh, I remember having it much easier than the parents as a babysitter because, you know, you got to be the fun one that came in and, you know, enforced rules, but in a different way. And then you got to go home, get proper sleep and live your life and, you know, come back refreshed and start again. Uh, you know, I get that as parents, it's, it's a tougher reality because it's 24 seven and the reality that you knew before is just changed and you have to, it takes time to adjust. If you do, I, it's three years later and I'm still <laughs> definitely, definitely having a challenge with that. I just want to thank our babysitters and uh, appreciate that they have to keep the balance between each of the parents, how our different personalities and priorities are different, how they are varying, and uh, then you have the kid and how they're different with the parents than they are with you, and you see all the manipulations as a sitter. And, uh, of course, teachers and whatnot, you know, you have all the influencers around, right? It takes a village. And I think it's recognizing as often as possible to let go of any possible jealousy or uh, feeling challenged by your babysitter unless they have really different core values, like massively. Uh, and that's something that you have to decide before you even start working with, with uh, anyone. For those of you who are new on the, what do you, what do you want to say, in the, in the room of, you know, working with sitters, um, it's really important, just like when somebody's putting out an advertisement for an employee, you really want to put out exactly what you want. If there's a job description, if you've ever applied for a job, which many people have done that before they become parents. It's super important that they really lay everything out there as much as possible. And you definitely notice the difference between the companies that have similar values to you and, and they don't and how it feels in the interview or to be employed by them. And if we can start out with understanding each other's mutual expectations and uh, finding some alignment, then it, just makes working together much easier. And it's definitely the same with babysitters and caregivers in general, whether they're full-time or like we have just occasionally. Uh, it just makes life simpler and more relaxed for everyone if there are some common lines, uh, rather than having to say, these are, how I, these are my rules and this is how it works. And then you're kind of working against their own belief system, it tends to cause quite a few hiccups, uncomfortable prickly moments. Uh, I've seen it around with friends who are struggling to find 
the right person and uh, you know we have good intentions we see the best in people many times and sometimes we don't see it and that just happens and vice versa uh, but I think both sides need to feel like there's a fit rather than I just need a job or I just need a sitter or uh, yeah it all looks good you have to again come back to that gut feeling that intuition that somatic knowledge what is your body doing when you meet this person, do you feel absolutely relaxed? Is there a little twinge of something, but logically everything lines up? You know, that's important to take a look at. Uh, I encourage as well, you know, having the conversation. So what are your expectations or what is your experience before? It's not just about finding out if they're experienced enough to be with your child. I think you know the minute you meet somebody, whether or not they're the right person for your household. And for me personally, as an internal person, I need to feel immediately comfortable with that person. And I actually had a, an incident or something happen a few months ago where I didn't feel that comfortable with the person, but we really needed somebody. And so I kind of went against it. And that, the other tricky thing is if your partner or your husband or wife uh, has a different feeling, it's being brave enough to really honor what you're feeling and make sure you put it out there and, and respond to it. I kind of was tired, went, okay, all right, you have a good feeling, great, fine, let's just give it a try, and and uh, Ella was just screaming like mad, so, <laughs> and not just for a few minutes in the transition, I'm no fool, I know about this whole, you know, manipulation thing, but it was, it was terrible, and I had a little twinge, and so I really encourage you when you're lining up people to talk to, just really trust that, and it's not that they're going to be bad for your kids, it not, it's not necessarily that they will be bad caregivers or um, do something that you'll, you know, regret for the rest of your life. That can also, you know, be the twinge. But sometimes it's just enough that it makes things a little more difficult. You lose more energy to, but you just don't have extra energy for that. So it just makes things simpler. That's my personal experience. Everybody has their own, uh, which today that will be my question of the day everyone what has been your experience with finding caregivers and sitters for your kids what are the criteria that you use I will be writing something up in the in the blog the notes for this about you know more point by point uh, you know I like to work intuitively so I'm just talking because that's what comes naturally uh, but I know that this is, it's really tricky. Some people, especially in Europe and some places around the world are lucky enough to have family close by that they get along with. That's a key point. Cause I know even Europeans here who have challenges with their family. So then it's not even an option to have them take care. But those who are lucky enough, that's so great that you have an automatic person in your life. You don't necessarily have to pay them. They're more flexible, they are part of the family, so they're getting to know their um, elders and whatnot, uh, cousins, whoever it might be, and it's bonding them more. And that's such a lucky, wonderful thing. I have never had that, uh, you know, except maybe we're visiting and we might get an hour or something like that here and there. But, uh, you know, I don't really think I have that expectation that people are taking care too long of uh, our kids. Uh, maybe when we had my bonus son around more, we did it a couple of times because he was older and they were having fun and we stepped away. That's, that's true. We did that. That was cool. Um, but it wasn't an expectation, but 
So some people have that automatic thing and then that's great. You don't have to think of that financial piece. You, it's part of, these people are part of the family. You either trust them or you don't. You make that decision. You already have a long history generally of, of uh, knowing them. Uh, and daycare, babysitters, preschool, it's, it's a big deal. So in the first steps is usually babysitter. Try to get your own time with your partner. I think whatever it is that you can do to get that own time with your partner where you don't have to be on, like what's happening with the kids right now, is, is vital. And uh, so making the right choices allows you to relax into it more, not to be constantly checking your phone or whatnot in the beginning. Uh, we've been super lucky that uh, the people that we do use have are were known entities by other people that we trusted and and had a common ground with. And that made a big difference. Actually, one of our babysitters now is not even a babysitter; she just happens to be Swedish and from an area that we like and you know cool background. And we, the real truth is, we met there and immediately it was fine. So, trust your instinct. Hey, Amanda. Hello. Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit non-traditional to have your own babysitter on, but, you know, you aren't typical for us. We, uh, we've had different people over the years, but uh, maybe it's partly the Swedish thing and that you came through somebody that we consider to be family as well, through Marketa. Um, and that we didn't really ask you many questions when we met you. It was more Mats and I really trust our gut, our yeah. intuition. Um, I think any parent finds it hard to find someone who is going to stand in for them with their, you know, um, respecting their values or having some core values that are the same. Um, but probably they ask a lot. So you know, what's your opinion on this or what have you done and do you know how to change a diaper? I, I don't think I really asked many questions. It was more like, yeah, okay, it feels good. Ella's not screaming. We trust that, you know, just someone comes in a room and she usually knows immediately if it works and um, the result has been good. So we trust that. But how how is it for you and what was your, what was your previous experience and the questions you thought I'd ask, but I didn't <laughs> and how it's been, you know? Well, it's been awesome. Uh, yeah, we've had so much fun, and it's been super difficult sometimes. <laughs> yeah, she's not a, a chill little no. kid, is she? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like that too, because she's a personality and a human. And when I started to learn that, because first I thought she knew so much more, mm -hmm. so I reasoned with her in a way that <laughs> I thought she got, because sometimes she get it. But then I learned that, oh, she's two and a half. She, does she know the concept of time? <laughs> Why don't she understand that? Or like, does she want to know? Yes. She, is it convenient for her? See, <laughs> it was, it's, super, it's been a super interesting process, uh, trying to understand the mind of her and a child that age. Because like what I've done before, it's either much smaller kids at like kindergarten when they it's just babies like tiny babies they don't talk <laughs> or talk back in talk this back. case <laughs> no i'm teasing but <laughs> yes. no not not that <laughs> or like bigger kids um 
Where they're more self-reliant and you don't have to zip up their shirts and and stuff. also have this school environment. Right. So you have a structure that they know Mm -hmm. in a different Mm way. Um, So it's been, yeah, different. But it's saved my... Even if it's like a lot some days. Yeah. It's still... I don't know. She helps me to be here. In the present moment. In the present moment, mm-hmm. which I have needed this this year. Um, so I feel it's kind of mutual. And now mm-hmm. we understand each other in a different way. And I know that when she cries, she's not mad at me. <laughs> in the beginning, <laughs> did you think she what? was mad at you? or what? What's... No, sometimes, because yeah. you don't know. Like... I knew that probably not, but I also don't know what she expects from me. Well, sometimes she makes it very personal when she's super tired or hungry. Yeah. She can be very aggressive, like, you know, aggressive energetically, not not, not only physically sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but, but really like, I don't like you if you say something that she doesn't like or she's just so on the edge emotionally. Yeah. And like test you. It's yeah. like, no. Slam things on the ground. Yeah, or, you know. but like... If a friend of mine, we run into them on the street, then it's like, in two seconds, I miss my mommy, I miss my daddy, I miss... And then she just rambles everyone. It's, it's a funny thing. I don't know where it comes from. She does it. I miss my Chloe and yes. my Noah. And she's listening. what's going on My here? horse and my what? <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think what I was most nervous for, I don't know. It's like keeping keeping the times like learning the little body like okay food (laughs) needs before this happens diaper will needs to be changed we also need to play how and how much time does everything take Mm -hmm. yeah and around here it's also how far can you go without having to turn back around because it it can be seeming like a short walk across the park, but it can take three hours yes. when you get with a little one. And it's like, I don't know we she poop now. Because <laughs> I kind of <laughs> hope so, because here's a toilet that I know how to get into. <laughs> but maybe she does it when we're at the bridge. Mm. I can't change a diaper on the bridge. But now we've figured out some creative ways. There's some places I don't go back to. <laughs> Areas, you mean? No, <laughs> restaurants. It's oh, like, because... This place I like, but I know that they don't have, like, a... Mm, yeah. Because no... Nothing is adjusted for kids. And here, there's a lot more than in a lot of countries yes. I've been to, including the States, I have to say. And I think I haven't been to those places um, that are before. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where they have a changing table. Yeah, it's one of the things the you slowly learn, you yeah. know, and... yeah. So now we found out that one we have access to like the big um, changing table or pad or yeah something and also the toilet for the wheelchairs ah, yeah 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 so there's at least space so if to, you have to yeah. do it standing then at least you can have space to do exactly. it exactly so i think that was the trickiest parts in the beginning Did, was there yeah. anything that you thought would be different like when we first had the conversation and you were just sort of looking to pick up some you know side hustle to support life whatever Uh, did you think something would be easier or harder or different 
I think it would. I think I thought that it would be easier. <laughs> Is that because of Ella or just in general? In general. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be Ella too. Like but. with the. <laughs> she's she's as you said nicely a yeah. character, but. She's but it's also. I don't know what I thought would be easier. Because it's not that I know exactly what I want to do all the time. So it's good that she knows. But I think, because I've been trying not to You're say... You're so diplomatic. <laughs> not to say no. Mm-hmm. Like, no. I think that's the what makes it harder in the beginning. It triggers so like, her sometimes, it's true. But yeah. it's redirecting. It's the redirecting thing at this age. Like, what do you mean no? So instead it's... Huh. Well, why don't we go to the toilet at the park? You know, rather exactly. if she's saying no, I don't want to go to this place. You know, giving other options that you know are okay or whatever. But and I think that was the hardest part. Like, okay, now I want to say no because I know that we need to go there, <laughs> but I can't. How can I change the situation? And I think the language was also one thing. Does she understand and, some Swedish, but probably not enough? Yeah, and I don't understand when she mix. Uh, yeah, when she has these... Stri- well, like, no, but she also has when she mix between English and, and Swedish. Me I neither, can't. by the way. <laughs> I have, it takes time, and even yeah. then I don't always get that she's... Oh, wait, she's saying a Czech word. That's not a made-up word, and she knows what she's talking about, but no yeah. one else does. <laughs> so she gets really mad sometimes. Yeah, she, yeah. she gets frustrated. Like, what are you saying? What are you saying? Like, what are you saying? And it could go half a day and I don't understand <laughs> what she has been trying to tell me. Well, that happens between but, Mats yeah. and I, too, I have yeah. to say. Like, you know, it's a, he needs subtitles and sometimes he won't. At least you can have the conversation with her. Sometimes, you know, we think we understand each other because we're using words. Yeah. Her words are not always clear as a word. So it's even more challenging. Yeah. But, um, uh oh, here comes Grumpy Pants, speaking of. Uh, we'll keep going for a second. Um, and what is the most challenging thing working with us as parents? I know that's a tricky thing because you're sitting in front of me, but um, I'm not going to stick you in a box because you say something. It's okay, Ella's coming. That's all right. Yeah. Hi, Abel. We're doing a little mm. recording here. Hi. Hello. Okay. Down here. Okay, you can be here. You can, oh, honey bun. Oh, wow. What's happening? <laughs> You saved Amanda from the hard question. (laughs) I think I've talked to Mats a little about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, you guys will have your little moments with Swedish. And I'm like, I wonder what they're saying. (laughs) Your wife is being a bitch today. No, I'm just kidding. Because I'm cool. Mm -hmm. You can have earrings in different places. You had no one here. Because the truth is that I, I lost one. But oh. I love them so much that I didn't want to stop wearing it. Sometimes you have favorite earrings and you just keep wearing them or you make them into a necklace. It, or... But I just want my, my pink pink earrings. <gasps> Your pink earrings? You know what? Those are in a pocket downstairs. Uh, and up, up high. and uh, No, it's not. Actually, they're with the art supplies. And I bet Daddy could get those for you if you want. Would you like that, or you want to wait? Okay, we can go that later. We can get that for you later. That's fine. 
So Matson, you talk about yes. the challenges yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Is it about I, expectations or different? No, I think thinking? it's the way you're choosing to raise her, which is something mm. I admire a okay. lot. Like, because I I've been thinking what it will do to her as a. Uh, when she grow up yeah and i the pluses and the minuses yes and i'm thinking of myself Mm -hmm. that yeah maybe it's messy now but (laughs) i would have loved that yeah because then maybe i wouldn't have been yeah so scared of authorities as i am today and so i do think there are more pros than cons okay i mean the big picture we we also are often like hmm uh, I mean, we don't let her run wild. I know people who have give kids freedom to the point of intrusion on other people's space and lives. And I know at the same time, mm. I know we don't um, control as much as other parents. And that that started early. I She just could not stand to be contained. Oh. Really, really, really fought since she was a baby. Like, she didn't like to be strapped into the stroller. And some parents just say, you got to just do it. And I'm like, no, you have no idea of the reaction mm-hmm. that we got. It's not just a, I'm grumpy for a moment. Like it was strapped down there uh, in a high chair. Yeah. Um, even the car seat, which is why traveling is not always fun. Now that you, she's bigger and can do her own seatbelt and whatever, yeah. it's different. But um, it's just the personality thing. And yeah, I could have um, intimidated her and slammed her down and said you just deal with this but I think also Mats and I are also both challenged by um, not having the confidence and the courageousness growing up we dealt with bullies and this and that and and I think I'm hoping in my dream world that you you know of course we make mistakes and we'll fuck up and do things that you think later crap why did I do it like that and hopefully it's not too bad, but I'm, um, you know, hopefully I'm trying to grow confidence in her, um, respecting her decisions and her ideas about things, but in the end, still being the parent. Yeah, I mean, she's and still and hoping listens. that you feel comfortable with that too. Yeah. Like sometimes Ella, I know you can be very special in the way that you think, and we may or may not agree. And sometimes we still have to make the choice like well that diaper has to be changed yeah i'm sorry if you want to sit in that for three years it's not three years three hours but you know that's going to be super uncomfortable down the line and i will try to reason with her and i know that she doesn't understand all things but some things um but anyway so and in those moments like i don't know she still listens she never runs away Mm-hmm. For example, she stops when you say stop. Like, That's nice, right? It, just, it seems like she's wild, but yeah. Not but entirely. for those, yeah. if I ask her to hold my hand when we cross the street, she does that. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's like she's not a wild thing. No, no. It's just that, like, no. Now my body feels like this. Now I need my body needs like, to eat. My body yeah. needs to go. She says it a lot that my body needs yeah, to go to the playground. She's, <laughs> she's in her own person and she's trying to. Maybe not all the time she yeah. really feels those things, or maybe she does. But it's a good question. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but she she has those words, which means that something must happen. Mm-hmm. That later, when she will still have those words, then maybe she will like. I mean, just today she said she can make songs, she can dance. You can, and she can. And Ella, I think that's don't. something. Please don't, Ella. That's not nice. And that is very talking. beautiful. 
Yeah, we've been learning. We've been watching musicals lately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it is is her upbringing really really was your upbringing more um strict? Yes, it was. Because I think my parents were so so different, and they were were they together or apart or they were together. Okay. They divorced when I was ten. Okay. Um, so together when you were Ella's age and yeah, yeah. but they were. I don't know. Both of them had jobs. <laughs> like my dad was home a lot. He was driving a cab for a while, but he was a writer or is. So he was a lot of home. Okay. Okay. Yeah. In the space. <laughs> oh, 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 that's not very nice. Okay. You ready to connect? Okay. You ready to connect, Ellie? Whoa. What's happening with you? You are not yourself. This is a part of yourself, aren't you? Okay. Okay, we can finish this another day. Would you like that too? It has been 16 minutes and not five, so I understand your feeling. I'm right not now. five. You're not five. Not that, not five. You're right. It's more, isn't it? Yeah, I know. We haven't learned our numbers yet. I don't expect you to know how many that is. And it's also upside down. One, okay. two, three, eighty-nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's turn it off then, and we can finish another time. Talking about work, but I also want to talk about you, because part of who you are is a big piece of why we felt you were a good fit for Ella. Not only the energy, but somehow the whole picture was nice, because you're in creative. <laughs> so what are you doing? Let's talk about what you, Amanda, not you, Amanda, babysitter, but you as a person was on your... In your world these days, um, a lot of writing, mm -hmm. and well, the reason I'm in Prague is because of film school. But now I'm done. Are you finished with the school yeah. completely? Oh, I didn't. Oh, so I you got the green light, huh? Well, you yes. had your graduation. I didn't know. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, it was two years. But we have we have quite a film yeah. industry here as well. So yeah, and a bigger one than I thought, and it's. <laughs> It's easy to be here and be a student, in a way. Um, and I've learned so much. I've never done film before, but I have been writing and I have been like touching areas around it. Okay, And cool. then... What inspired film? I don't know. I had ended a job... In Sweden? I, in or Sweden, yeah, and okay. I wasn't feeling good um so yeah i had a little project with myself and then i walked around for like three months trying new mm -hmm. streets like one new street every day cool because i didn't have anything else to do <laughs> hey but magic can happen when yeah that's, you're just intuitively walking around and then i just or my mother just sent me that i thought it would make sense and I tried, and I got in, and it it has been making more and more sense. Um, so it still feels right two years it later. It feels yeah. amazing because it combines like all the areas that I love and oh, cool. what I have done before. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a perfect mix, and then maybe I won't do it like forever. I don't know, but that's what I feel now to learn that language 
that and, film is. And you've done a project, ironically, mixing film and kids yes. and your writing <laughs> and everything. <laughs> So how how is that how was that you know because we who knows when people will be listening to this but yeah. like it was and the name Spy Club yeah is the name and it comes from when me and my now sister were kids we were ten mm-hmm. and we didn't know but our my dad and her mom oh I see that's why you said now sister <laughs> oh yes. how funny got involved we were all living in the same place and we were playing every day um yeah because they were three kids and we were two uh and we just started to spy on (laughs) our neighbors (laughs) and write everything down and then at the same time yeah they got divorced and i had an experience with one of our neighbors um waiting for my friend and I see him cross the yard with an axe oh my god yeah trying to break into his ex-fiance's apartment and then I ran down to her that's a big responsibility you're spying just for fun and then something like this happens oh my gosh and I barely remember I remember like parts of that moment uh I do remember they had to give that away like all our spying book uh-huh. as an evidence because we've been following him for like a while. Yeah. But we'd never saw what maybe a grown up would see right. or they didn't look either. Sure. Because that's something I feel with, why I feel very connected with a lot of children mm. is that they are, they see. And I get very angry when people mm. don't think that children pick up mm-hmm. and see stuff that we think that we can hide because they they know they they pick things up and depending on the age yeah. they they uh, can compute what's happening exactly. you know like uh, i think every kid feels with their senses yeah. what's happening in the room or around and as they're older they can they can kind of translate it into you can understand what conversation happens. and have a chat with somebody when they're little they just kind of go get me away from that person yeah. there's something weird there as they're older they're like oh the reason i'm feeling this yeah. is da, da, da. i i'm with you on that yeah. i get really frustrated as well because i think that well they teach us and vice versa and they feel a lot and we uh, learn to filter because yeah. of things that are appropriate or logical in the brain whereas they all information that comes in is yeah and just to truth. not take them I yeah. don't know. There's a lot of people that don't see them because, oh, they're kids. I don't like kids. Or or they're just kids. Just kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. was something a lot. There was something people told me when I was doing this film. was like, no, don't work with kids. Like you always say, really? well, you should never work with kids or animals. Uh, yeah, it's complicated, da-da-da, and whatever. It has been the most fun. And I work with, <laughs> like, old ladies and, like, people my age. But this have been giving... They give so much, too, at the same time. Did it? Do any of them? Did any of them um, ever give you perspective or feedback, or did they just kind of roll with what you had wanted? I'm just curious. Yes. How the process was a little bit. No, did the first. Cause like I, mean, I would never do that. You know, I mean, yeah. did they ever say anything like this, or was it mostly no, okay? They, I mean, you seem pretty tuned in. I'm just curious. They know that this story came from me. Mm-hmm. Like, I never let them read the whole script. Oh, wow. Cool. Because I think 
I don't think that would have helped them. Okay. Because just by making a film, yeah, was kind of intense for them too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. It's sure, a camera. sure. So the first six months, we just hang out, and wow. I told them about the story. It's okay. <gasps> what is oh. this? Do you have something inside there, Ella? Oh, you you you're letting her matching. see your your uh, silk scarf, huh? Ooh, oh, you want Amanda yeah. to wear the purple, the pink scarf, huh? Oh, that's much nicer than how it was a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. Thanks, Ella, for finding your joy. Unless you're strangling me. <laughs> I hope not. She's smiling. <laughs> Let's hope not. Oh, that's nice. So that was Amanda, one of our top babysitters in in Prague. Uh, if you've been listening, then you know that we also had on Veronica, who uh, had been with Ella for a really long time. Amanda wasn't with us a super long time, but the one thing was, as I said before, all the laughter. Uh, now, this podcast ended rather abruptly. You heard there was a little person interruption, and uh, as there were pieces of this uh, podcast that it was because things were interrupted. That's how many times we're interrupted. And you can see that the train of thought didn't continue because it was in the same day, in the same evening. And I I think this is a really perfect example of (laughs) motherhood because that's what mom brain is all about. There's so many interruptions that to keep a straight line of thought to move forward and things feels nearly impossible. And it's actually part of the reason why um, I've been inspired to do some creating for all of us um, with an online course and also um, a mother's inner inner circle, which will be starting in the next um, month or two. So uh, I want to work on that with all of us because I think that it can be frustrating at times. We love our family. We love our babysitters. We love our children. We, uh, But the truth is that we still need to, as women, as people, as contributors on the planet, be a part of things in a way that feels aligned with who we are and the world. And uh, the truth is that all the, the interruptions and the, the stop and go, it makes it really difficult to do that. And I think most of us, whether we're working or we're creative or we're working at home as moms, being moms and that being our work, whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish during the day, whether it's sewing something or painting something or we have a business or we have a job, part-time, full-time, doesn't matter. The fact is that it's hard to get things done if we can't kind of keep moving forward. So I thought that this podcast was the perfect example of that. And in fact, if uh, if this is something that is challenging for you, uh, it's that, you know, you want to get things done, but you feel like you have to separate from your kids in order to do it, or you feel that you aren't able to keep moving forward on various things. Um, I'm going to start a beta program just for, uh, I don't know, one, two, three weeks. We'll see. And uh, then we'll launch into the real program. And I would love to just hear what's going on with you guys and how you might find this helpful or, you know, just, you know, have some fun with it. Just loosey-goosey. And I'll do it on Zoom so you guys can even change your 
um, names in there if you want to, you know, if you see somebody that you know or whatever, it doesn't matter. But I just need you to jump on either Instagram or um, our webpage and uh, get into our email list so I can invite you into the Zoom because that's not something I can do in the live group when you're in Facebook. Um, it's wonderful. Uh, I'm so thankful for that group. And uh, it doesn't really allow for the full privacy that you can get in Zoom. And I think that we touch on a lot of important topics and people might want their anonymity. Um, it's tricky being a mom. So anyway, I just want to put that out there. Uh, you guys are all fantastic. So glad you're listening. And I'm ever thankful for your willingness to be vulnerable, both as guests and as people um, finding us and listening up. You are beautifully imperfect moms, parents, people, and uh, we're going to continue creating for you. So have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our Imperfect Podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.